Welcome to Karma San Diego Podcast, where we talk all things San Diego awareness, activism, and ourselves. <laughs> My name is Kelly, and I'm Adriana, and we want to give you a warm welcome to our show. Sit back, relax, and grab yourself a creature comfort, and we'll do the same. Kelly, isn't it wild that uh, we can talk on and on and on and on about our favorite thing in the world? You mean food? Fucking food, bro. Uh, How is it that we went on so long? So long. We turned this into a two-parter. Not one episode, but two. I actually kind of love it. Have you had a sandwich before? I've had a regular sandwich. <laughs> yes. Well, what do you like to put on your sandwiches? Oh, my God. Well, we love cheese oh. and meats, lettuce, tomato, probably some pickles. That's where I'm getting at, girl. Sauerkraut and pickles. We motherfucking love pickles in our life, and uh, we got a small business for you. We really do, and if your pickle, <laughs> if your sandwich <laughs> puts me in a pickle because there's no pickle on it, I'm going to throw your sandwich at your face. So don't make her a PB&J without pickles. She'll be pissed. <laughs> so today's small business is my friend and my foe. I'm just kidding. It's not my foe. <laughs> Just my friend. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. That was so good. (laughs) My friend. My foe. (laughs) Daniel from Pickle and Brine. So first of all, you just need to hip hop hop on over to their Instagram to look at this porn. Underscore pickle and brine underscore. And I am looking at beautiful jars filled with dill. Wow. Garlic. Wow. Mm -hmm. Carrots. Wow. The beets. Wow. I'm a pickle hooker, so I am running to his booth. He crushes it. So he does Poway Farmer's Market with me, and he does Hillcrest Farmer's Market on Sundays. He does everything pretty much made to order, freshly made every single week. He is an incredible chef, and he crushes the pickle game so hard. I'm pretty sure I have like three jars of his pickles in my fridge right now. I'm looking at pickled red onions right now, mm. and I'm dying for it. It's a nice Yum. It truly is. Well, we truly think that you need to hop, skip, and a jump over to a firmer's market this weekend. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. And go see Daniel. Tell him Adriana and Kelly sent you, and he'll probably give you an Air 5 because he's super intense about COVID. <laughs> Which we all should be. An Air 5. <laughs> When's the last time you had a good Air 5? It's been a minute. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Fuck your microwave. Ooh, talk to me. Why do we hate our microwaves? Back in 2016, Josh and I bought a trailer. A 24-foot retro and it was dawn because I have a morning boner. So I wake up and I'm just like <laughs> guns a blazing. And we're walking around. I'm walking around the trailer thinking about what we're going to do, what we're going to do. We got that weird bed. We got twin 
bunk beds. We got that weird dinette couch. We got that weird bathroom. We got that weird sitch. (laughs) And we had a microwave. The first thing I did was take that fucker out. First of all. Wow. That's 60 pounds. I don't need to drive around. Secondly, you know what microwaves need? Electricity. And you know where we were living? In a field. (laughs) With zero electricity. And solar panels do not exert enough power. You have to be plugged into an RV park to Uh use a fucking microwave. So the first thing we took out was the microwave. Also, we regretted it. Really? In the sense that... um, we were in a few dire situations where we actually needed it for more emergency pur- Interesting. Uh, purposes. Like what? So I would say if it, we're talking about travel trailers and utility, it might be okay to have one. Okay. But you and I have other points to make. So actually the points we're making are privileged, and I guess that's where we're coming from. Yeah. We had no money, and we're stuck in, like, Washington, and we pretty much had to make it home. We had, like, a 20-pound bag of Macintosh apples. We had a 20-pound bag of potatoes, and then we had, like, seasoning. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're pretty much living off of like potatoes and um, oatmeal and like the dry goods. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. And we were also um, ruling it for four or five days because that's hella cheap. And then mm-hmm. staying at an RV park for just one day, just to like to, recharge. Yes, literally charge everything, do laundry, um, empty the gray and black water tanks, like, and be resourceful. Yeah. So as a resourceful resourceful person a microwave would have been tight yeah because the food available to you might need to be microwaved Mm. or um if you've ever eaten cold leftover oatmeal it's not potatoes anything when you're freezing or you're out of propane which we would run out of because the propane kept us warm Mm -hmm. so you have your electricity but if you ran out of propane that's another thing oh wow you don't think about those things when you're not like doing it all on your own yeah so we took it out and filled it with books which was dope and the first three months we were tight and then the last few you're like i need a microwave yeah, cook those hot pockets. That that's right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this guy just threw me a hot pocket. We're going for it. Yeah. So the, the I just wanted to preface with that before <clears throat> we talk about you living in your bouge house mm-hmm. and your bouge life mm-hmm. with your bouge microwave. Get it out. And the only reason I say that is because anything you want to reheat, you can do on the stove mm-hmm. or in the oven, mm-hmm. or I all allow a toaster oven or the toaster. We oven. have a toaster oven. I'll allow it because mm-hmm. when you microwave food, it takes out the nutrients. Mm-hmm. That's why your food comes out flimsy. It makes it steamy in there. And it comes in plastic wares. Most people are reheating yeah. in Tupperware and not glass and yeah. not Pyrex. And it's Maybe. fucking up your food. It's putting toxins into your food. But if you're starving and just need to eat, it's fine. I get it. I haven't had a microwave in like four or five-ish years. And there are definitely days where I'm like, man, it would be fucking great to have a microwave because I eat pretty mm-hmm. cold food mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. because or I'm your like... coffee. You just yeah. want to zip zap it. There are definitely moments where I'm like, microwave would do fantastic right now. Mm-hmm. And I get it. And those types of situations make me feel privileged to like mm-hmm. think that way. But I also think that like we shouldn't... We're such like a... A generation of gadgets. Buy a pot. Yeah. Buy just, one cast iron pot for 55 years and get over it. I just think that you don't need a gadget to make rice. You don't need a, the air fryer. You don't need a 
three different kinds of blenders. Like, you don't Instapot. need... Instapot. Crock-pot. Yeah, I just don't... You just need pot. You just need a good pot and a good pan. Like marijuana pot. Yeah. You need good... <laughs> yeah. You need good yeah. weed to make good food. Why are you so cute? Thank you. I can't help it. You're like, you. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm just You're so like cute. my smooth operator. Kelly is my biggest fan, you guys. So when it sounds like she's hitting on me, it's because she is. I will give her the worst advice because I just say yes. To yeah, I'm everything. like, I'm like, so should I sell all of my fortunes? Yes. And she's like, yes, do it. Just well, live a no. life of no luxury. No, I'm no. just kidding. We're talking like, hey, you should paint your butt on a hand towel and sell it to the people on and OnlyFans. This is a thing we've talked about many of times. And I just sit there and clap. Um, I Google. I Google. But, um, so, in my culture, we've talked a little bit about both of our cultures. That's true. But, is there, like, a very traditional meal besides the white trash goulash that anybody in your family, you don't need to tell a recipe because we know they're sacred. That's right. Um, is there anything specific that your family, like, has a lot? Because it was, were you raised to eat something very traditionally culturally yes that seemed normal and like that's what everybody has all of the time yes what is it my mom has a deep fryer and a lakaha and we would make half of a actual pig sliced in half with the snout and everything dang in the wooden box on wheels and we would deep fry a turkey wow and we would serve things like with their face and stuff oh shit and it was always really good when they ate that kind of stuff. That's the first thing that came to mind was the meat ritual. There was always steaming meat in mm-hmm. the backyard. And I'm thinking Thanksgiving, Christmas, 4th of July, Father's Day. Those are probably the biggest, like, 20, 25 people in my family all in my mom's yard. She always hosts. That's really cool. And she'll buy a pig and they'll slice it in half and it's like this kind of like six the, foot wooden kaha. Like the um, Hawaiian tradition? Yes. Like, okay. Uh-huh. An emu pit. Yeah. Cool. Where they bury it underground. Wow, your your stories are always so much better than mine. I'm oh like about to tell you such a lame story. Oh my gosh, no. That's so cool. Well, it's wild because I don't eat meat now, but the the ritual was very sacred. That's and so my cool. mom prepared the rub and the marinade and stoking the fire for a long time. And uh, there's a few more like side dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that comes to mind is my stepdad's guacamole. Ooh. He makes the best guacamole with unusual traditional ingredients. I won't say anything else, but it's really fucking good. I fucking love guacamole. And there's no dairy in it. There's no sour cream. There's none of that. I don't do that either with my guac. Some people... That's that's called something else. It's called fucking something that's like, fresca. That's like taco shop guac. Yeah. Kind of. Which is delicious on fish tacos and stuff, but that's mm-hmm. not the same. That's like salsa crema. Yeah. Like something For sure. like that. For sure. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah. So. Damn. It's, this is the thick 20 avocados. Mm. It's serious. Hook me with up. With the biggest bowl we have in the house. Oh, God, I fucking love guacamole. Josh better make me some guacamole when we get oh out of here. Oh my god. Here. He'll probably grow you the tree. Oh, can't wait. What's your family dish that comes to mind? So something that we ate often and I always told myself this is a crazy thing to have like at a wedding but if if I were to ever get married I mm-hmm. really want this 
we do like breaded meats. So we'll do like a a breaded steak and traditionally you fry it like in a pan and oil. But my dad always grilled it and I just love that flavor. And we do breaded fish a lot too. So we'll do breaded bishi. So, um... More Italian words of the day. So I love in Italian, all these words. Have you guys been keeping up? Because we bring them all up. It's so wild. Yeah, we'll be speaking. It's like Simon says. You're going to be you... saying Italian words mm-hmm. by the end of season two, I swear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, for the the fish one, it's called Bishi Mudagalda. And it's like Ooh. breaded fish. So Is it's, it a white fish? Yeah, usually we do like swordfish or like okay. something like that, um, like a, a fleshier. Yeah, fish. and it's like a fatty steak, and my Yum. and my dad breads like it ahi tuna. Maybe? Yeah, you could totally do that. Yeah, Yo. dude, it's so I fire. Love ahi. It's so so dude. good. Wow, that is something I like. Grew up eating like we have it all the time. It's such a treat to have. Like we have it often, but it's like. Oh, it's a fucking good day. Because Sunday nights, pasta night. Could we night. do it with gluten-free flour? Yeah, we'd ha- we have need, like, breadcrumbs. I have or we gluten-free can... breadcrumbs yeah. from mm-hmm. Glutino. Yeah. It's a great... I'll just bring them over. Yeah, we can absolutely do that. Because I can have the fish. Yeah. I can have the oil. We can do the muda galda. Oh, fuck. I know. I'm going to muda galda all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I had one more thing to ask you. Okay. There is a food that I grew up eating probably once a week. Okay. And I wonder if you've ever had it. Pork chop, shinapa shash. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> My mom called it. You win $5, mom. Um, she was like, she's never had that. She's Italian. Nope. This is the reason why. I don't like applesauce. Oh, my God. That's literally the only reason. Have you ever had pork with uh, mint jelly? Nope. Okay. So you also, you also, mom, you still win. <laughs> yeah. So I grew up on breaded pork chops okay. with applesauce and mint gr- bright fluorescent green jelly Wild. served. And That's you mix insane. them all together. <laughs> and it's so good. Do you know the reference of pork chop? Isn't that from Brady Bunch? Right? Uh, I think so. I, I think Peter I, I says think, it. I think. I could be wrong, but I know it's from a TV show from the 70s. Hey, listeners, if you confirm it in a comment, we'll hand deliver you a joint. Oh, my God. Totally. Tell me where is from. If I'm incorrect. And if you live out of state, I'll Venmo you 10 bucks. And you can buy a J at your local dispense. And if you live in Alabama, I'm real sorry. Good luck, bro. Drive here. Um, so, Kelly... You know, when you go to the to a restaurant, just any restaurant, just walking on in, and you are handed a menu, Ooh. especially a person with dietary restrictions. Yes, yes. Do you just assume that that restaurant can handle your dietary restrictions? You know, it's funny because I never fucking walk into a place and just make a bunch of assumptions. I Google before I get there so that I don't put that um, pressure on anyone. Mm. And when I look at the menu, if they have nothing, I am not mad at them at all. I order something that every restaurant has like pickles, um, pickled ginger. Yeah, like, hey, can I just get a side of like iceberg lettuce? Mm -hmm. And they're like, what? And I'm like, don't worry. Mm Mm-hmm. We need to drop this sense of entitlement y'all have. You when cannot going walk to a in restaurant. and do that. Nay, nay. 
I have actually had people sit down at my place of work and get handed a menu and say, what can I eat on this menu? Literally like that. I don't know you. You are a stranger. I don't know what dietary restrictions you have. If you How, can't figure it out, why are you expecting someone If else you have know? a dietary restriction... Ask your doctor. <laughs> One, ask your doctor. Then two, <clears throat> read the fucking menu and see if you can have it. And if you have a question, don't use your sassy ass tone at me, little girl. Just be the one that drinks. Just, yeah, be the lush for the eve. Mm-hmm. Or if you're with mom and dad, say, so you know what? I'm on a diet. Mm-hmm. And then you stop at your favorite place on the way home. Say so you got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> or be a normal fucking person and live in the 21st century. Look at the menu before you get there. Go on your Google phone mm-hmm. and look up, can I eat at this restaurant because I have this dietary restriction? Mm-hmm. Yes, tight now i know instead of being an absolute dick face and making your irritable bowel syndrome all about your server yeah you it's do, not irritable bowel server yeah do you realize your server is taking care of like 15 people at one time memorizing 15 different people's drinks and then and yes everything will be contaminated so if it's not a vegan gluten-free specificated situation then you need to get your morality and your ideas in check so if you have a dietary restriction talk to your doctor do your research and if you have this fake ass quote-unquote gluten allergy that sometimes gives you an upset stomach but you're still slamming ipas (laughs) then get the fuck out of my face (laughs) if you don't have celiac disease you can get the fuck out of our face yeah that was my... That, you have kind of a gluten intolerance, but you're still slamming IPAs. <laughs> That'll be a meme. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have one more question to ask you. Okay. It's so hazy so, in here. It's so smoky, we need to open a window soon. I know. Your cat's name is Rue. Yes. R-U-E. Mm-hmm. Would you consider changing the spelling of her name? To R-O-U-X. Because of the room. I know I thought about it. Did you? Did you? What made... So I I don't actually mean that. I just mean like what made you choose Rue instead of... And tell the people what a Rooks is (laughs) in comparison. A Rooks. So uh, intern Maddie and I named Rue after Zendaya's character in Euphoria on HBO. You've told us this um, before. So Tradish she's, spelling. She's the fucking shit, and that shows the shit. And uh, if you haven't watched it, watch it now. Uh, so that's what I named Rue after. But then after the name of Rue happened, everybody thought immediately... That I meant Rue, R-O-U-X. Which, I thought that too. Which is a base to start off a like a bechamel sauce or it's like a thickening agent. So the... Bechamel. These are all French words. So we're learning every language today, y'all. Mark my words, I'm naming an animal or a child bechamel. It's what not- the fuck? <laughs> Bech- Saint Bechamel? <laughs> I will pray for you next time I lose my it's underwear. Just a, it's just a- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so Anthony, you're out. Bechamel, you're in. Step up to the Saint plate. Saint Nicholas, fuck off. <laughs> I'm fucking Wait, dying. So beef stroganoff has a roux. Yes. So a roux is butter, flour, liquid. 
So you start with your butter and you melt it down. Oh, like in your cast iron. In your cast iron, your pot. It's wild. The two only things that you need in your life. Fire and a pot. Crazy. Okay? (laughs) Butter. Melt it. Sprinkle in your flour. (laughs) (laughs) Sprinkle it in. Now, this is the hard part. Take a whisk. Whisk it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Whisk it around. Do this thing where you whisk it and it gets clumpy and you're going to be like, this is fucked up. But make sure it's clumpy. Keep going. But don't burn it. Let it stay yellow. So we're not on a medium high. Mm-mm, we're on a medium low. <laughs> People cook at their temperatures too high because they're like Kelly and they want crunchy ass food. Nay-nay. Turn it down. Keep it at medium. I'm always on so medium So we're thinking heat. like melting chocolate chips low. Oh, girl. We'll get there one Number day. Number three. So... Final ingredient. This is the third ingredient in this roux. Liquid. Get freaky. You can do milk, cream, broth. Broth. I've done beer. Soda. Yeah. Yeah. I've done root beer. You, there's so many things you can do because it, it adds the flavor to whatever you're creating. So the bechamel, wow. to create a bechamel, is the roux plus cheese. I think so then you just add cheese. <laughs> make more roux than they think. Absolutely. If you make a box of Kraft macaroni and cheese, you're kind of ruined. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like malt, like gigging. Yeah. But you're, you're ruined. You're totally gigging. You're ruined. Uh, and you can use nutritional yeast mm-hmm. as Absolutely. a substitute for a Parmesan type flavor. Absolutely. And then if you just need low lactic acid, then you can do Manchego cheese, which never bothered me when I... Is it because it's from a different animal than cow? Yeah, it's a. I think it's a goat based okay. cheese, and it's very dry, yes. and it has very little um, lactose intolerant problems. The um, the the milk fat. Um, you know the pecorino romano that I put in the pesto is yeah. made from sheep. I was gonna say lambs. Lambs. <laughs> it's made from sheep's milk. Schlams. So um it's a non lactose cheese. So I always tell people it's not vegan, obviously, but it's a non lactose. So um if you just have like some like stomach issues with eating dairy. That's a great one to eat. It's perfect. Yeah, and it's fantastic and it's so good and it's imported from Italy. It's a nice one. I was able to eat that kind of cheese for about three or four years until I had to cut okay. out all the dairy. So it was yeah. a great um, inter intermedium. Yeah. It's a good cheese, too. Our sugar daddy's making us dinner. Soon. I hope that he starts. You hear those noises afar? There's a clinking and a clanking. And I hope it's a cooking. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. So, I'm going to blow your brain. First. What is something that you grew up eating, like, as, a, as like, a little kid? Like, you know how, like, what was, like, a daily snack? You know, like, the ants on a log or, like, apples and peanut butter, um, PB&J sandwiches. I'm going to name two different Crackers foods. and, hunt, I, like, what? You hit me. Okay. I speak in your language. You know. I do. It came immediately. It's but smacked, you know your it's everyday, me your everyday uh, lunch that you had all the time as a kid growing up in middle school. So you know I'm a morning gal. Yes. And both of my fathers <laughs> are morning cookers. Mm. And my mom cooked and learned to cook in the evening. Oh. So my stepdad makes the best French toast. Oh. The best. With stale sourdough bread. Yep. You save the rinds. Mm-hmm. Eggs. A little splish of milk, 
cinnamon, mm-hmm. vanilla extract, yeah, and then some family secrets. Yes. The ratios are V important. The soak method's important. The grill sitch is important. The probably shape, on medium low. The <laughs> shape you cut them in, important. Shape how you everything. Serve. Yeah, like the difference between a square sandwich and a triangle one. Like Huge difference. French toast sticks versus like loaves. Mm. So he and so yeah, Dave made the best French toast, and then my dad he is a great cook. Um, He always made uh, um, corned beef and cabbage for St. Patrick's Mm. Day, and still does literally every year for his ancestors. And this salty pink ass meat. I love corned beef and cabbage, and I'd eat it with Ovaltine. Ooh, malted chocolate with milk. That sounds. Like a wild combination. More Ovaltine, please. That was a fun commercial. That's adorable. Tell me yours. So, um, you know how like kids grew up like eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Yes. Every day. Every day. Every day. Kelly, I've never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in my life. Are you kidding me? No. Can I make you one? I don't think I'm going to like it. Are you kidding me? So, a little known fact. Well, you, <laughs> you, you waited till the end of the episode to tell me you've never had... What about the song Peanut Butter Jelly with a baseball bat? Yo, peanut butter I jelly. I like peanut butter. Peanut butter jelly. It's not peanut butter jelly time. It's only peanut butter time. A base, baseball bat is a submarine loaf mm-hmm. or a French bread that yeah. you put the Mm-mm. peanut butter and jelly Mm-mm. on and you slap people with it. So instead, I was the kid with a lunchbox that needed to be microwaved because I grew up eating pasta. <laughs> so I was like, excuse me, miss... Blah blah blah. Can I use the microwave? And they're like, again. This is excuse the fourth me, time this week, sister. <laughs> yeah, excuse me, sister, sister Autumn. <laughs> Where like, can I microwave my thoughts? They're like, you're always in the mic. You always have to use the microwave, and I'm just like, yeah, because my mom gave me manicotti <laughs> today, and it's Wednesday at eleven forty-five. That you've never had a peanut butter and jelly, and I <clears throat> hope to pop your cherry on that one. Uh, what the fuck? I know. They're so good. They're wild to no. me. No. I don't know how so I So my grandma grills them. Interesting. So it's crunchy peanut butter and homemade strawberry preserves. I'm down with the preserves. It's the jelly. The gelatinous ass jelly smuckers bullshit. No, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll use the preserves. You'll that. like it. Yeah, get that Get that smuckers out of here. You smucker fucker. Oh my god. Get out of here. Okay. Get out of here. I have a, our word of the day. You better tell everybody before I pee on you. (laughs) Don't pee on me. Okay, so (laughs) our word of the day is commonly mispronounced, supposedly. Oh, with a a beat. But I'm I'm here to correct you all. The word is supposedly. Who's saying this shit with a B? I have heard in the last week on podcasts. Supposedly? I've heard supposedly. What's wrong with you? Going to the library later? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. We're done. So, supposedly. What the fuck? I've heard people mispronouncing this. And supposedly. Were you born in February? (gasps) Oh my god. I was totally going to talk about that. If you do not pronounce the first R in February, you need to go back to school. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't, we understand. But say it 
It's not February. How do you spell it? There is a two R's. Say February. Okay? It makes you look ignorant. We don't want that. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Supposedly, y'all don't know your words. Go to the library. <laughs> Get your ass to a library. Stat. Everyone in my life says library. So, I'm sorry for being rude as hell, but I'm just saying, it's supposedly. Fucking read a book, please. I think there I've might never be heard that. I heard it like three times this week and I was like, is this fucking real life? People are actually is it pronouncing it. a new slang it? word and we're just 30? God, I hope not because that would be really lame. And we're like talking about like, oh my God, pull up your pants and correct yourself. But it's the new slang term for like, for like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something. Yeah. I'm so old. I can't. I'm not allowing it. It's not happening in my house. Well. I think I'm done. Can you hear us eating these these nuts? Mm-hmm. Mm. We love these nuts. Mm. We always have nuts. So, Kelly, where can you find us on the internet? You can follow us on Instagram at Karma SD Podcast. That's spelled K A R M A S D Podcast. And you can email us at any time, Karma SD Podcast at gmail.com if you want to be featured or a special guest on our show. Yeah, we've had people actually reach out. It's wild. Intergalactic I, planetary friends. It's region super out. cool. I We're think um, if you want to tell us about the pork chop schnapper shosh or whatever, you mm-hmm. can email us, mm-hmm. talk to us. We respond. Mm-hmm. We got nothing else better to do. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We have a few ways we can feature you. Let me tell you how. The first would be in our blog with links. Mm -hmm. The second would be on air talking about your business like we did a few today. And the third, that's the highest tier. Mm -hmm. If you are our special guest or you're choosing our special favorite business or artist for the episode. So find the level that you're at and then maybe we can do some sort of exchange. Wow. That's fucking rad. Also, we don't do dumbass collaborations. This is how collaborations work. <laughs> Let me explain it to you, Sugar Daddy 420. <laughs> you send us products for free with no attachment. We will talk. Of course. We'll talk about it and mm-hmm. rant and rave you for sending us a free product. Absolutely. We will not be buying it beforehand and then you're reimbursing us. Absolutely not. We will not be writing a five-star review guaranteed if your product is motherfucking crap. If you give us joints to smoke, we'll thank you for it, but we won't talk shit about you, but we won't talk highly of it if we don't like it. We're going to be honest. This is Karma San Diego podcast, mm-hmm. not Suck Your Butthole podcast. You know, there's plenty of those out there because i'll link you i talk about when it comes to podcasts all the time it's a segment on our show take me there she also when she does her ads and things like that she is genuinely a supporter of these companies she actually physically will name other podcasters and call them out and be like this person this person this person person talks about literally does it just for the money yep. they don't give a fuck it doesn't matter to them they don't care they want their dollars yep I actually care. We I care. actually use these products. And I also want to... I've never worked in a job that I don't believe in. Plain and simple. And if I'm, you do, you quit. Exactly. 
So I'm not, I'm not going to represent anything, put my name behind anything, my face behind anything that I would not personally use myself or recommend to anybody. You know what I mean? That's the level of authenticity that we're at. So forever. If you want to send us some free products, we're here for it. We're here for marijuana, sunglasses, Mm. bikinis, jewelry, and anything. Free lighters and anything San Diego based. I think you're just too sweaty. This Pisces swimming beach over here is like drowning. In Dude, it's so hot. Sexual juice. It's so hot. We gotta go. Yeah, we're gonna get we gotta going. Gotta open a window. There's a lot of really great things in store, and um, we are so stoked for our future here with you guys. Thanks I'm really stoked that you guys have lasted this long. So, so have a grand old friggin' day. <laughs> I love you. We love you. Goodbye. I seriously love pickles. She's quivering in her boots. Oh my god, the ruffle, the pickle on a sandwich. Spank me. Mm, With the pickle. Spank me with the pickle. (laughs)